Thank you for joining us today for Armchair Historians. I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cannon. Armchair Historians is a Belgian Rabbit production. Stay up to date with us through Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Wherever you listen to your podcast, that is where you'll find us. You can also find us at armchairhistorians.com. Armchair Historians is an independent, commercial-free podcast. If you would like to support the show, you can buy us a cup of coffee through Ko-fi, or you can become a subscribing member through Patreon. You can find links to both in the episode notes. If you've been listening to us from the beginning, perhaps you recall my promise to have a kid's wisdom segment every week. And I started out doing that, but then I interviewed this very interesting and thoughtful 13-year-old young lady named Emerald. Originally, I thought I would get a couple episodes for the kid wisdom segment out of it, but then as I was interviewing her, I quickly realized that this interview is a main event. So today I share with you the profound conversation I had with 13-year-old Emerald from Idaho Springs, Colorado. In it, we talk about her favorite history, World War II. Do you prefer Emerald or Emma? Emerald. I used to go by Emma. I think Emerald is prettier. And I, I just I just like it better and it's unique. So I was like, let's make everybody call me Emerald. Okay. How is that working out? Are there some people who just want to still call you Emma? Yeah, most of my childhood friends still call me Emma. <laughs> but all my teachers and my new friends call me Emerald. That's really interesting. Um, how old are you? I am 13. So what is your favorite history? My favorite history to learn and talk about would be World War II. Okay. It's most interesting to me, and I just I just like to learn about it. So what is it about World War II that draws you in? I think it's interesting that Hitler just thought that those ideas were good and that all of that just happened because of one person and his ideas and how it it destroyed so many lives and families and what it did to the history and how people look at um like germany and just how people judge things Mm -hmm. So you said uh, how Hitler could do just do those things. Could you be more specific about those things? Um, yeah, like hate on the Jews and how um, how he had such an impact, like how all the Nazis, um, they took Jews, they took people with disabilities and they just they killed them for them being them, mm-hmm. just because they were Jews, just because they had disabilities. They thought that everything had to be perfect. And so they would kill and destroy the things that weren't, um, or weren't the way that they had it. 
So his the things he did were like he just took people and thought th- thought that they were just just things. Mm-hmm. He treated them as things, not people. Right, right. That's and, pretty heavy, Emerald. I I feel like crying while I'm listening to you. Just and and there's two reasons for that. And one is because of what you're talking about. It's really painful. Whew. And just because you are thinking about these things and they matter to you and that you've given thought to them. So I'm really impressed with that. And it's heavy. It's emotionally heavy. Yeah. I I don't I don't really know too much about World War II, but um it still it still affects me because I still hear about it. I still learn about it and even though it happened so many years ago, it's still a part of people's lives. So I, I think it's pretty interesting at how it's still in people's heads about what happened and why that happened. Do you think it could happen again? I don't think that exactly could happen again. But I do think some people in this world still have ideas like that. Mm-hmm. And maybe at some point somewhere in the world, those ideas are are going through their head and it's maybe happening. So like, like ideas, I'm making an assumption, but I'm going to clarify with you. Uh, people who are, for instance, racist, who believe yeah. that somehow they're um, better because they're a certain skin color um people who believe that uh certain types of people you know like gay and lesbians that type of thing like they're wrong and they shouldn't exist and that they're sinning and um that type is that what you're talking about yeah yeah and there's so many people out there now that are queer um lgbtq plus mm-hmm. And there's there's also so many people who think that it's super wrong and that there should be something done about it. But and and those ideas, they could be going through somebody's head and they could actually occur in some places. And they Mm -hmm. have. Mm -hmm. So it's still going through people's heads with the same ideas as Hitler. But Hitler's just way bigger and it affected the whole world and it still is in a lot of people's heads about what happened yeah you explained that really well i i get it and i guess it's up to people like us to talk about these things and look at them and keep them in the forefront my mother was born uh in 1932 and she was born in Belgium. She was eight years old when the Germans invaded her country and she passed away two years ago. And there's a lot of, um, there's not a lot of those people left. So the children of that time period are dying out. And, um, you know, I think that it's really important to keep looking at these things and talking about these things and comparing notes to the present. 
I watched a really good documentary. I don't know if you've seen it, but I highly recommend it. Do you like documentaries? It's yeah, so called It's called Becoming, and it's about uh, Michelle Obama. Did you see that one? No, but I've heard of it. It's really good. It 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 moved me in a positive way. I watched it yesterday, and I've just been feeling so downhearted ever since the last election in the United States. And it it uh, the reason why I recommend it is because it gave me a little. It reminded me of like the positive that is in this country, and um, the fact that we're all out here and we all believe in justice and. Uh, that type of thing. And it was really inspirational. But um, I thought of that when you were talking. So when did yeah. you start thinking about, when did you start knowing about World War II? How old were you? And do you remember like the first time that you really thought about it? Um, I've been, I, I've heard about it all my life. I don't really remember when I started really getting interested in it. Um, but I heard the first time I really got interested in it was when I saw a little, a, um, a person on TV talking about when they were a kid and how she had a twin and they were taken from the Nazis and they were experimented on by, um, a doctor. I don't know what his name was, but he was a side character and a friend of Hitler. Hitler's, I yeah. Think. Yeah, and they were working together. And the doctor experimented on them, took tests, and completely just, like, destroyed their mental and them physically. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was completely horrible that that doctor thought that was okay, because it's not. Because those are people, not toys. Mm-hmm. And um, and the lady said that it's still she still has like physical problems now because of that. Like she uh, she her joints in her hips don't work right. And I just I was like, why did this happen? And then I started reading more about it. Um, I read Between Shades of Grey in my English class. And I thought it was really, really interesting. And it really gave me another story on what happened and their view. Do you remember how long ago this was? Um... I read Between Shades of Grey when in last year, I saw the documentary a really, really long time ago. It's, wow. it's still stuck in my head, but I I don't remember where I was watching it. I just, or when. Joseph I just Mengele. Joseph Mengele was a doctor. I was, I was looking at my phone because I was looking it up. So it was... The, I think who you're thinking about is Mengele. He was uh, uh, famous for uh, being a cohort of Hitler and experimenting on people like what you talked about. Mm -hmm. So it's been on your radar for a long time. Yeah, it has. I I don't know how old I was, but 
I, it stuck with me and yeah. it's still in my head. I, I remember. I know. I remember when I was a kid and I saw the first images that I ever saw of the Holocaust and Auschwitz and, you know, all that stuff. It, it was, it's never left me. It's never left me. So why do you think, how, why do you, I mean, do you have an opinion about why this happened or how this, this could happen? Um, not really. I, I'm still learning about it. I'm still mm -hmm. um, looking at views because I, I watched a movie called Jojo Rabbit and it's about a 10 year old boy who is a Nazi boy scout. And it's his view on the world um, and the world war and how, how, how he thought about it and how he was in Germany and he was a Nazi Boy Scout and how he thought it was okay and why they were fighting. And then he found a Jew in his attic and his mother was part of the resistance like she was um helping the americans and was against the nazis even though her son was a nazi kind of and the boy nazi he he found the jew and he he thought that the jew was like a normal person that it was a person not a a, a monster because that was what he was taught. He was taught that Jews were monsters. And so he got to know the Jew and he saw, he saw the, the world war from a different perspective. And I thought that was pretty cool because the, all of the Nazis weren't bad. Some of them were forced to be Nazis. Some of them were forced to do the things that they did. And so you can't just hate on all of them. You can't just say Germany's bad because of Hitler. Mm -hmm. Because not it was just Hitler that influenced, not the whole of Germany that was part of it. So um, you have to have different views on it. Mm -hmm. And. So you're trying to look what you're what I'm hearing you say is that you're you're looking at it from all different angles and you still don't you haven't collected all the information to make a opinion or a decision about it. It's it's about your perspective on the war, World War Two and why it happened is still evolving. Yes, it is. And uh, I think this talk will help me to see more of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's tough. You know, um, I'm working on a documentary called Last Train Leaving Belgium, and it's really about, you know, I always say it's uh, it's about children caught in the crossfires of World War II in Belgium. It's really about my family. It's about my mother. And, you know, one of the things that we do is we go back to World War One, and we talk about what happened in World War One? Because World War One, what happened is the Germans came into Belgium, and they were vicious, they were brutal, they massacred people, innocent people. 
So this was 25 years before World War II. And my family, my own family, so my mother's aunt was, um, her family was massacred by the, the, the Germans that first time. And so I've already gotten backlash from people saying, you know, haven't the Germans paid enough and this type of thing. And my point of view is not that I'm trying to berate the Germans. The Germany's great. Like it's a great country. It's not about that. It's about looking at what happened and trying to understand it. It's not to berate the Germans. And my mother tells a story in the documentary about uh, she was 10 years old and she was with her five-year-old brother and they were at this um, bakery because she lived in occupied France and the place that she lived in uh, was a, a German military base. So this is where she ended up growing up was in a, a German occupied town. And she, she, but she tells a story about them and what they would do is they'd go to the bakery and they'd look in the window and they dream about having you know, the the uh, pastries in there because they really didn't have a lot during that time. And she said a German soldier walked inside and looked at them. And when he came out, he gave them each a pastry. And I always reflect on that and think about it. And, you know, it's like what you're talking about. It's my And my mom always said from that point on, she said there was a difference between German soldiers and the Nazis. The Nazis were more radical. They were more, um, believed more in the Nazi philosophy. So that I learned a lot from that story just because she, what, what she was telling me is that, you know, this was a guy, he might've had kids back home. He might've, um, had little brothers and sisters, but, you know, he was a human being with humanity, you know, with a sense of, with a conscience. And so, yeah, I think we need to look at all sides of it. And I really admire the fact that you're doing that. Cause I think for a long time, I just thought the Nazis were bad. The Germans were bad. Um, and it's taken me a long time, even as an adult to realize that there's a lot of nuance. There's a lot of, you have to look at things from different points of view. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. So um I've I've talked about it with my dad and um it was mostly because of World War One, because the Germans were they had been beaten and they were starving and everything every, everybody had lost hope and mm-hmm. they had no way to solve it. And when Hitler and his ideas came, they were all like, Yes, these are good ideas because these will help us. Mm-hmm. And um, Hitler was was promising them a better future, a better world, and if they just let him be in power. So they thought it was all good, and they um, they let it happen. And then they realized too late that it was wrong, and it was it was gonna it was a disaster, and it was just gonna bring them more more despair and um, just destruction. You know more about it than I do. I I talk a lot about it with my dad and my dad knows a lot about it. He he does a lot of research. He reads a lot of history books about it. So 
He sounds really wise. <clears throat> he is very wise. Hmm. Yes. That's cool. I wanted to ask you about the book that you mentioned. Uh, what was the name of it? Between Shades of Grey. And what was that book about? It was about a girl who had a completely normal life until... The book is actually about a Lithuanian teenager named Lena. She, along with her family, are sent to a labor camp during the Stalinist repressions in 1941. And took her, her mom, her, and her little brother. And then they were taken to a camp in Siberia, I think. And they had to survive and she was trying to reach her father because her father was in a different camp and she um she's she was a very good artist so she would draw what was happening and leave the drawings for her father to find and the story is about how she survived with her mother and her little brother it was about how she survived in the camp and what she did to survive and and how she 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 still had some normal things in her life she still had love and she still had some family and she still had her drawings it's a pretty it's it's a really good book and i really liked it it um really showed me the journey of her life well, I'll put that in the uh, show notes. So the episode note, I'll, I'll put a link to that. Do you know other kids that are interested in World War II like you? I have a friend who says he knows a lot about World War II, and he's pretty, really interested in it. Mm -hmm. His name is Hunter. He goes to my school. I'm just curious to know if there's other kids in your age, in your circle that uh, have this interest. Just curious about that. So, you know, another kid that's interested in World War II, maybe from a different perspective, but mm -hmm. yeah. We're going to stop here. Thank you very much for letting me on. I'm really happy to share and uh, I'm really glad. Thank you. Well, thanks for being here. It was great talking to you. Bye. Bye. Emerald and I did talk about some other very interesting topics, which I plan on sharing with you in future episodes. Thanks for listening. Have a great week.